Did you know that dolphins can get kidney stones just like us? Yup. The Navy funds research to keep dolphins, which are sometimes used to find mines underwater, healthy. Using some of that money, a University of Houston professor of chemical engineering has assembled a team that's discovered a way to slow the growth of the stuff that makes dolphin kidney stones and that could help humans too. This is Pulse Check. I'm Megan Wilson. The American Hospital Association has released its lobbying agenda for 2023. It's focused on increasing funding for federal health programs, protecting a discounted drug program for hospitals that serve Medicaid patients, and taking aim at insurers' requirements that they sign off before doctors can provide some procedures. The Biden administration's new health research agency, ARPA-H, is beginning to staff up. Barbara Menard from the White House Office of Management and Budget will lead its Legislative and Government Affairs Office, a crucial role for a growing agency that will need a steady stream of funding from Congress. A change in attitudes about marijuana usage and fewer regulations on the state level surrounding it have given way to a growing body of evidence that details some of the unintended negative impacts of the drug, which keeps getting more potent. Even pro-pot policymakers are considering action, and Ben Leonard has been following the new developments. Thanks so much for having me. So, marijuana has been legalized in more and more states over the years, and because it had been illegal for so long and, and remains illegal on the federal level, it's hard to sort of study the impacts of it. You talk about this in your most recent story. What's going on? Yeah, so this is something that lawmakers on the Hill are really looking at. Um, They're trying to find ways to get more research on some of the potential health benefits and also some of the potential long-term health consequences of cannabis. There's just a lot we really don't know because of all these restrictions that have been on research. So they passed a bill and President Joe Biden signed it in December that will kind of open up research and provide protections for providers. Mm-hmm. But we're starting to see sort of emerging evidence now that it's being able to be studied more of some of the potential health downsides. So we've seen some some evidence of increased asthma among teenagers in states that have legalized marijuana versus states that haven't. Um, and we've seen particularly there's some uh, pretty striking data from Canada that shows a pretty big spike in children accidentally ingesting edibles. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a study um, because of the way that Canada's system rolled out. Some provinces ended up legalizing edibles and some didn't. One didn't. And the one that didn't had a much lower mm-hmm. increase in accidental ingestions for kids. And some of the consequences can be pretty serious for kids. Hospitalization, difficulty breathing, things like that. We've also seen a lot more car accidents where marijuana has been involved in the last 20 years. Oh, wow. So as this sort of attitude is changing, we're starting to see some of the potential consequences here. So with more lax laws when it comes to to cannabis, and we're seeing, you know, a rush to the market, and as a result, some, some of these negative unintended impacts from it, how are policymakers and regulators responding? Yeah, so even some of those people that are most supportive of legalization, um, that includes the co-chairs of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus, Earl Blumenauer, a Democrat from Oregon, and David Joyce, a Republican from Ohio are calling for a little more oversight. Um, you know, they obviously want more expanded research, but they're also looking for things like childproof packaging on edibles, perhaps banning cartoonish labels to keep kids away from it. And also, Joyce told me that they're trying to create standards to make it more like alcohol, to where it's more clearly labeled 
and from a federal level. So people know the, the THC content. And they're also sort of concerned about high-potency cannabis and its effects. Um, cannabis has become um, stronger in the past several decades, yeah. and that's something they're also looking at. You know, and the, the overall public attitudes, as you've reported, about weed have changed over time, in addition to, you know, the increase in its strength. Like, how is public perception of marijuana impacting what, you know, regulators uh, and policymakers might do and, and how their reforms are, are potentially received? Yeah, so there's definitely this perception that it's safer than alcohol in some respects is what experts have told me in my reporting. And there are certainly definitely some conditions that it, it's helpful for and has been proven to be helpful for. But because of this perception and because of the fact that there is medical marijuana, experts are telling me that, you know, people think it, it's safe and there aren't significant health consequences to using it. And right now we just don't totally know what the truth is there. Um, it's kind of uncertain what the mental health impacts are. Um, some studies have linked it to increased risk, risk of depression and suicide, but we just really don't know. And a lot of that is because mm -hmm. also, as you mentioned earlier, the cannabis has become a lot stronger and some of the previous studies on it were using less strong strains. So therefore it you know, has less bearing on reality today. So there definitely is this sort of perception, you know, that it's safer than alcohol. But as Wilson Compton, the top official at the National Institute on Drug Abuse, told me, you know, safer doesn't necessarily mean safe. And so, you know, you mentioned some of the things um, that are sort of happening. What can we expect um, in the coming years on this? Can obviously expect more states to continue to legalize or, you know, ease restrictions on it because, you know, there is this recognition of some of the benefits it can have and some of the harms of punitive drug policies and also just the, you know, new tax revenue that these states can, can bring in. We can expect Blumenauer and Joyce and some of the other leaders on cannabis on the Hill to look at potential ways to kind of regulate marijuana while legalizing mm -hmm. it. So right now, um, because of the federal regulations, banks can't work with cannabis dispensaries. So all the business basically has to be in cash. And that causes a lot of safety issues. And lawmakers are trying to advance that in Congress. Chuck Schumer is a big fan of this legislation. And Blumenauer seemed optimistic when I talked to him that they might be able to get it done this Congress. It's going to be tough to get anything done this Congress. So I totally understand that, uh, that skepticism. They've been working towards this for a while, but that's another really interesting issue to watch in this space. So thank you so, so much for, uh, for coming on and chatting with us. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Rees is our producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ahmed is the executive producer of audio at Politico, and I'm Megan Wilson. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.